Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Kropp. Welcome, everybody. Great to be with you the second day after the election, in which we continue to see uh, just things that, that are unsettled, and that is unfortunate, but it's what it is. We, uh, folks, things are not still decided, and it has a lot to do with uh, what has happened in Clackamas County. Now, there are some things happening here in Marion County, and we'll get to some emails about that. It's, but it, it doesn't rise to the level of what's happening in, uh, for sure, in Clackamas County. Uh, so, as always, there is much to talk about in this hour. And I'll get to the phones in a moment. By the way, the number to call is 503-589-1220. That is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news. There is uh, a couple of Northwest Observer stories. One of them is the kicker is going to kick again. In 2024, record three billion dollars that will be put back, well, given back to us, the taxpayers. That's a good thing. And I'm going to give credit where credit is due here. Tim Canope, who is the Republican majority leader now in the Oregon Senate, is responsible for that in large measure in getting it. This was a when he was in the House with me and my majority leader there when I served, he th- this was something he championed, and I'm so glad that he did. So I'm going to give him credit for that. Yes, he's turned into quite a rhino uh, in many ways. Um, but, you know, given that he's in a leftist district now in uh, Bend, Deschutes County, I've I can see that it doesn't excuse his actions, and I'm not going to give him any uh, credit for some of the bad things that he's done in times past here. But I will give him credit for this. Three billion, we got $1.9 billion back to us when we filed our taxes this year from 2021. And I'm going to tell you that we're going to get another three so we got 1.9 billion dollars back we're going to get another three billion back because the revenue forecast came out and it's way up but everybody's saying what everybody knows inflation's coming that means a recession is coming there are some top 10 highlights uh from the taxpayers association of oregon i'm going to get to them here, the sale, one of them is the sales tax king, Brad Witt, guy I served with, got defeated in his own primary by somebody that I've never heard of before, a guy by the name of Tom Anderson. Um, there, there is a mixed bag of school district elections where taxpayers decided to spend more money, tax themselves more. Not exactly a great thing to do. Dennis, Senator Dennis Lithicum has 
another great newsletter called Fractured Bedrock Part 3. Um, and then, of course, there is the ongoing problem with Clackamas County. And I'll get to all of that as we go along today because, this, folks, things are still not done. As of 6 o'clock yesterday, just under 1 million ballots had been returned. That's a 33.9% turnout rate. And it's the same as we had in 2018, the last time we had a non-presidential primary. More ballots, of course, can be added to the count due to a new voting deadline. That's the bills that the Democrats passed to aid them in having the ability to decide close races with the fraud that we see detailed in 2,000 mules. But also the problem in Clackamas County. Now, I talked to Bob Tiernan yesterday. And Kathy, hang on, I'll get to you in a second. 503-589-1220 is a power Buick GMC talk line. I talked to him last night and because he conceded the race yesterday afternoon. He said, I, I just, we did the math. He said, I, even with Clackamas County, I don't see how we can get enough votes uh, to overcome Christine Drazen's lead. So, okay, fair enough. That's probably true. But what happens if, and he said, he said, look, it would take a miracle. What happens if he gets within, because of Clackamas County and because of late ballots coming in, he gets into that margin of error that, that leads to an automatic recount. Well, he would be willing to do that. There's no question about it. So for the first time in Oregon's history, we have three women that are going to be running against each other, at least as far as we know now. Tina Kotek, Betsy Johnson, Christine Drazen. If Christine Drazen flames out, then that means Betsy Johnson would be the first independent governor since Julius Myers' election in 1930. That's the only time that an independent has won the governor's race in Oregon. Drazen, if she would win, would be the first female Republican governor in Oregon. And the first Republican to win the governorship since 1982. And of course, Kotek would be, as they note, the nation's first openly lesbian governor. So there you go. Now there's more. We'll get to all of it. But again, where does all of this lead us to? Hmm? Well, we'll we'll talk more about that, but I promised I'd get to Kathy, who's on the line. Kathy, good morning to you. Thanks for calling early. It's on your mind today. Well, it really doesn't have anything to do with the, um, with the election. But it's okay. something that's bothering me. Can you shed any light on 
what I've been reading online about the World Health Organization taking over our health decisions and um, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so this is um, the World Health Organization is um, we're giving our sovereignty over them over right. to them is what I've been they, reading. They have um, they have a meeting coming up, and I believe it is Sunday. Here. Yeah, and in in that. Um, they are, as of yesterday, there were 40 nations that have already signed on to what uh, amounts to, Kathy, a treaty that under the U.S. Constitution has to be ratified by the Senate. They are trying to go around it. And they're like all these other nations. It's, it's not a treaty, but it is a treaty. And it is having uh, what it is, is basically it is allowing the WHO to declare these worldwide pandemic emergencies and to declare that certain things must be done to deal with it. Yeah. Okay. It has the effect of what you described. In that we then, if we have a an administration willing to let the WHO make these de- declarations and then willing to go along with them, it has the effect of us then turning over our sovereignty as a nation to an international body with no constitutional authority to do anything. Based in Europe. Yeah, so, so let me ask you this, Kathy. What do you think Joe Biden and his administration would do if they sign on to this thing? And then the WHO, let's say, you know, I don't know, maybe the first part of 2024, a presidential election year, with Joe Biden running for election again, that the WHO declares there's a new outbreak and a new pandemic and everybody's got to shut down and you cannot vote at the polling And you're going to have to just, and Biden administration says, yep, we're going to have to go back to mail-in voting. And all this fraud we saw on 2,000 mules goes over again. What do you think the Biden administration would do? Would they really implement such a thing again? Heavens, yes. I don't, I'm still not over Afghanistan. So I don't put anything past that dude. (laughs) yeah Uh, and you shouldn't by the way (laughs) that you mean the current occupant of the white house exactly yeah Yeah, i have a hard time in fact i don't think maybe i'm wrong but i i just don't think i've referred to him as the president he's the guy i never do i never never do uh elon musk coined a new term for lefties. They're called um, Oh, shooty. Now I can't remember. Um, Wacka Wacka Demic Wacka 
demos or something. It's really funny. Oh shoot, yeah, I wish I could remember. Yeah, um, I'm I'm actually trying to find it here because um, <laughs> it's you got look. Elon Musk is still a liberal. Okay, but the fact that he's saying that he's never voted Republican before, but he's going to vote Republican now, and that he's right. Even Jeff Jeff Bezos, a big time Democrat supporter, a big time anti-Trump guy, is going hard after Biden because Bezos knows that high inflation is destroying his ability to make a profit. Why? Because people are going to be buying less. They can't afford it. Right. Right. Now, they are still buying things. And sadly, you know what they're doing? They're taking second mortgages out on their homes to outrageous all right we are back sorry about that little technical glitch 620 be back in a moment thanks Kathy Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. Great to have you with us. Uh, sorry about the technical glitch there. Sometimes technology works and Sometimes it ain't so great. Montana Supreme Court restores election integrity, mandates voter identification, and bans same-day voter registration. Hmm. You know, I hope that at some point the U.S. Supreme Court steps in and does what it should be doing. That is mandating that at least for federal elections, there has to be a set standard. Now, they've come close by virtue of the fact that federal law says in November, the general election has to be held on one day. The U.S. Supreme Court needs to mandate you can't keep making it election month or election week. And banning same-day voter registration is one of the ways they need to do that because it is full of fraud, folks. We're just getting into the tip of the iceberg, let me tell you. Anyway, mandating voter identification is a key piece of this. Yes, they will scream and yell. It's all racist. Everything is racist these days, isn't it? Back when everything is racist, nothing is racist. 
right? Yeah. Hey, Freedom Heating and Air can uh, keep you comfortable if things in your home, if you're not so comfortable because your HVAC system or whatever ain't working. Now, we got some warm days coming this weekend. Thank goodness. It's great to have a little bit of it. And you know what? If you're not comfortable at home, you need to get it fixed. So why don't you call Freedom Heating and Air? They'll come out and they'll get it fixed for you right away. This is one of the things they do supremely well, better than their competition. Give them a call, 503-580-1456, 580-1456. It'll get out to your place right away, assess whatever's going on, and make it work for you. Or maybe you just know it is time to upgrade it before the critically hot weather that's coming through the summer before it happens, before you're really miserable. They can come out and they can look at that and they can do that too. 580-1456. Check out their website at freedomheatingandair.net, freedomheatingandair.net. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Hey, Jeff. Good morning. Rain today and sunshine for the next several days. I'm going to love it. Uh, I wanted to comment on a couple of things. Number one, we need to address the issue that... uh, people are out there in this state who are voting illegally because they're not, they're not, uh, Americans. They're not, you, you know exactly what I'm talking. So we need to address yeah. that issue before the election. But I also learned yesterday, Jeff, Oh, by the way, Betsy is not an independent. She's a non affiliated candidate. Yeah, we have uh, the independent, independent part, there is actually, folks, and thanks for correcting me on that. Yes, there's actually an independent party in Oregon. Um, it, it is not the same as unaffiliated. The folks at the independent party of Oregon are pretty far to the left. Let's just put it that way. Well, and unaffiliated are not. Right. I, you know, I learned that yesterday, so I wanted to. Uh, I wanted to make sure that you were right on and saying it like it is. But I also learned yesterday, Jeff, that a non-affiliated candidate is required to pay more money for their advertising. Now, isn't that unconstitutional? I mean, everybody should have equal rights to speak, including when they're advertising their candidacy or their, you know, uh, all I, their I, stuff. I, how, did, how did you learn that? Because that, that's not my understanding. Where did you get your information? Oh, what's, what's that guy's name up at Portland that is supposedly a political? Uh, he's a professor up there. Oh, he was um, on, uh, Jim Moore? Yes. Uh, University. He was on... He was on... Uh, KXL yesterday, and he stated that fact, that non-affiliated candidates have to pay more money for their candidates, I mean, for their advertising. So it's called, in radio advertising, it's called lowest unit rate, and under federal law, if you are a candidate for federal office, it all has to be the same. Uh, and I don't believe that that applies to federal candidates. Now, if it's Oregon, 
uh, offices, maybe that's the case. Uh, That would be news to me. I've always understood that if you are a legitimate candidate running in a race uh, and you are on the ballot and you've been certified to be on the ballot, that radio stations have to give you what's called that lowest unit rate. Yeah. Well, I I found that very interesting, Jeff, because, as you know, I'm for everybody's rights, no matter who they are constitutionally. And to me... That seems to be unconstitutional and discriminatory, uh, which is against federal law, even if it's being done in a state. That's just my opinion. But we we need to address these issues because I sure as heck don't want a bunch of illegitimate voters voting in our upcoming November election. Yeah, um, you're right about that. Neither do I. And there's a lot of things that need to get squared around in Oregon. And we're just getting to pull the string that might unravel it all. We'll see. Thanks, Art. God bless you. 6.30, we'll be right back. Lots to talk about. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-four minutes before the top of the hour. Great to have you back with us, folks. If Political Coffee is the name of the show, we uh, will we exist for one reason and one reason only. That is to give you what I hope is something of value to you. You know, I don't I don't do this show, and, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. I don't do this show just to hear myself talk. Just to be involved on the radio and, and to do great things like we did, you know, bringing these election night broadcast and special event broadcast to you like Dorchester. And we will be on uh, January 4th. We'll be broadcasting at the seventh annual Oregon freedom rally. Dinesh D'Souza, who is the documentary producer and featured in 2000 mules will be the keynote speaker. That's going to be up in Hillsborough. Okay. Oregonfreedomrally.com. That's the website. You want to buy tickets, come and be a part. We're going to be broadcasting live from there. That's going to be a Saturday event. And we'll do much like what we did. Um, that's, yeah, that's June 4th. We do much like we did both at Dorchester and what we did at the Reawaken America tour. Bring you key elements, key speeches, lots of interviews. We won't totally preempt uh, programming, but we'll be preempting a bunch of our program. We just have to figure out exactly what we got to do and what we can't and then what their schedule is. And we're still waiting to see what their schedule is so that we know how to broadcast. But, but the point is this. We're doing this because we want to provide value to you as the listener. 
you know, this this radio station is the only place you can find. I'm, I'm going a little off script here. I'm sorry. And Ronnie, hang on. I'll get to you. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Now, look. I'm doing this because this is so important. This radio station offer in the whole state of Oregon. This is the only place you can find 12 hours of nonstop live political talk radio from six in the morning till six in the evening. We want you to both be informed and we want you to have the the best arguments in your mind when you're talking to people in your world that are persuadable. That's the whole point of doing this radio show. That's why I do it. To help you make persuasive arguments to people who are in your world that are persuadable. Nothing's going to stop me from doing that unless you know, the good Lord takes me home or something. <laughs> and I hope that's a long way off. Anyway, um, Here's some top 10 highlights from the primary election. It's likely Christine Drazen, who, by the way, has not said she's won yet. Because of Clackamas County, what's going on up there, folks? Even Kurt Schrader. There's a story about that here, uh, that Kurt Schrader is not um, he's hoping that he can get I mean he was in Clackamas County he's supposedly getting 57% of the vote That that's a big deal is it enough to pull him ahead man you know McLeod Skinner who's a far left radical by the way, doesn't even live in the district, but neither does Lori Chavez de Reamer, who's winning the Republican side. She lives just outside of in, in Happy Valley, but federal law says you don't have to. Anyway, uh, Clackamas County makes up 45% of the Democrat registration in this redrawn 5th Congressional District. Schrader lives there. And the first returns, according to this story, have him winning 57% of that vote. Is it enough? Well, it means he's going to close the gap. He's going to get a lot closer. But it's not likely that it's enough to win. But it could be that it's enough to put it into an automatic recount. Now, if that's the case, this thing's not going to be over for a while. And that's where we get back to the changes in. Now, these are two Democrats running against each other. Now, think about that. Will the Democrat 2000 mules machine kick into gear now? All these lefty groups hate Kurt Schrader who, by the way, voted against Nancy Pelosi being speaker. She forgave him for that. They kissed and made up. She supported him for re-election. She had no choice, folks. She's barely hanging on to power, and that's going to change in November. 
At any rate, folks, things are not over because of Clackamas County. Not a good reflection on Clackamas County or Sherry Hall, who's a friend of mine that I know, but is the county clerk there. Seems that Clackamas County time and time again just can't seem to get it right. That's not good. At any rate, I want to remind you, if your roof is leaking, it's been raining, and it's going to rain again. We're not done with the rain. You need to call Pfeiffer Roofing, second-generation family-owned company right here in Salem. They've been here since 1978. They'll get out to your home. They'll assess whatever's going on in your home or your business, and they'll offer you alternatives how to get it fixed and do it right. That's how they built such a great business since 1978. Give them a call, 503-647-4725, and they will give you a free estimate. 647-4725. Check out their website, which shows all of the great things they can do to make your life better. PfeifferRoofing.com. P-F-E-I-F-E-R. PfeifferRoofing.com. Let's go to Ronnie. Ronnie, thanks for hanging on. Hey, I'm just calling to just basically say to tell everybody to cheer up, keep your head up, march forward. We know that we got some jelly rhino moccasins, especially people that deal with interstellar groups out of Salem, you know, and have one little big moccasin that left their state like Ben McDonald and, uh, Decide to be center right group. To me, that's a rhino. Is that definition of rhino? I just want to know, Jeff. Well, I do, I think we all have different definitions of what rhino is. And, I mean, I I kind of go back to Reagan, what Reagan mm-hmm. said, and I'm paraphrase. If you can agree with somebody politically seventy percent of the time, you probably ought to support him. Can I agree with Christine Drazen seventy percent of the time? Man, looking at her voting record and how often she voted with the Democrats, especially on some really big issues, wedge issues like defunding the cops, this tampons in boys' bathroom bill, which all the Republicans voted for, the idiots. I'm sorry. I, I just I don't know that I can support her. I, I'm not there yet. Like you said yesterday when I asked you that question, you support Drazen or Betsy Johnson, you said, you know, I'm just going to, I'm paraphrasing you now, you're going to step back and let the emotions subside, and that's a very wise thing to do. And I'm going to do that same thing. I don't know if I can support her yet. I really don't. I understand that. But the biggest thing I see is that you have one person braggadocious about, uh, and I had that sent to me, that, uh, you know, oh, I got four of the five people that want it, but they were helping Stan Pulliam and don't even live in my damn state no more. I am sick and tired of those people. I'm sick and tired of people that are getting supported from out of state with such high numbers that our grassroots campaigners couldn't compete seven to one in, in funding, and yet they're selling us down the river. I have a warning for those that wants to be jelly rhino moccasins in the state of Oregon. You ain't seen nothing yet because liberty shall keep rising. People shall be lifted up like lions and you're not going to make the boy sheep because your demonic led words 
for the days of Ahab and Jezebel is running out. And the Elijahs and Jeremiah shall win. Thank you, brother. Love you, bro. Uh, Donald Trump's going to have a lot to do with that because, folks, he ain't going away. Thanks, Ronnie. Let's go to our next caller. Caller, good morning. Who are you and what do you have to say today? Good morning. I'm Ken in Kaiser. And, Thank you. Um, you know, people that want same-day voter registration probably don't remember uh, the whole Rajneesh thing. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> That's exactly and that's that's why Oregon changed that changed the law was because of that and people have short memories and of course there's a lot of people that are voting age today that were not around then you know Ken thanks for bringing that up let let me ask this question in today's political environment this is kind of an offshoot question do you think that the Rajneeshis could do that again? Do you think that they could face the scrutiny given the politically correct nature of where we're at today in America, in Oregon? That, that's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. Ken, thanks. Thank you. For, okay. What a great opportunity that totally forgot, that I forgot, folks. Same-day voter registration. Remember the Rajneeshis? Do we want that? I don't think so. Back in a moment, 648. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. We'll get to Jerry in just a moment. Got to remind you that Rebecca Donaldson, who, by the way, was joined us for the showing of 2,000 Mules. She was one of the sponsors of that uh, at the Honky Tonk Barn Grill. Thank you, Rebecca, for doing that. She's an award-winning real estate broker for a reason. It's because she's really good at what she does. If you're looking to buy or sell a home, you ought to talk to her. Rebecca Donaldson, give her a call, 503-269-0747, 269-0747. Check her website out at rebeccasgothouses.com, rebeccasgothouses.com. Just on cue... I don't know. Things happen by coincidence. Julie writes me an email about Rajneeshis. Ken calls in and immediately, even, even before I brought Ken on, she had sent me this email. She says, voting registration. She said, back in the 80s, many of our safe election laws were changed to protect Wheeler County from a sect called the Rajneeshis which tried for same-day registration. Most of these people were not citizens of either Oregon or the U.S. ID was required. Length of residency was required to vote in state residency. They planned to take over the county government. No one wore red clothing east of the Cascades because of these bozos. Many leaders spent time in the Gray Bar Hotel. Those who don't know history are doomed to repeat it. Well said let's go to jerry jerry good morning hey jeff go ducks hey go beeves there you go 
Hey, uh, I'm not a Republican, so I didn't really call in recently because, you know, the elections were going on and everything else. Sure, sure. But uh, have you read uh, Robert Kennedy's book on uh, Anthony, Anthony Fauci? I have not. I've heard a little bit about it. Um, do you have it? Have you read it? I'm starting to, yeah, it is absolutely incredible. You know how involved I was with my group as far as uh, investigating yeah. uh, the vaccine, uh, remdesivir, uh, killing people uh, versus ivermectin and, and those types of things that we've talked about a few times here uh, over and over. He sounds exactly like me. <laughs> You know, he was here in Oregon many years ago testifying in front of the legislature against forced vaccinations. And, yeah. you know, he's been, even though he's a leftist, he has been a stalwart for parental choice against forced vaccinations. And, and I, you know... Even a broken clock can be right twice a day, right? He is he, he is amazing on this. He's, he quotes uh, the frontline doctors all the way through. Uh, he's totally on board with uh, ivermectin, hydrochloroquine. Uh, but a couple things that was that stood out. One, the U.S. had the worst uh, success rate of any country in the world as far as number of deaths. We had 1,400 deaths per 100,000. Uh, give you an example. Uh, China had three deaths per 100,000. Congo had 35 deaths per 100,000. We were the absolute worst. Wow. Mm, why, why do you think that is, huh? Remdesivir. Because uh, remdesivir. Fauci is involved, and so is Gates, with the production of remdesivir, according to him, uh, making big money on it, uh, and there's no money in ivermectin. His statement is 85% of the people would not died if they would have gave them ivermectin instead of remdesivir. That's a pretty stunning thing to say. It's an amazing book, and it's from Robert Kennedy. By Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, of all exactly. People. Hey Jerry, thank you. As you continue yeah. to read it, why don't you uh, why don't you just call in and give us nuggets from it? Okay, that's uh, really, folks. That's remdesivir. You know, we've read a lot about how damaging this drug is. This is very different than Regeneron, remdesivir, and I wouldn't want anywhere near that. Dale writes me an email, says. Clackamas County figures they might have up to 180,000 ballots to count. Each one of them has to be remarked with a new ballot. That's because of the the, re, the printing was wrong. So it can be run through the machine. I wonder how many are going to be challenged while the Democrats are remarking them. Is there a reason why they can't count them by hand? Have you noticed that this is this county is always the last one to turn in their results? Um, they're not always the last one. Usually the last one in really important races, like a governor's race, is Multnomah County. But lately, it seems that Clackamas County is not doing too good. That's understandable. You know, if it's 180,000 ballots, this could 
decide some races. Rich writes an email about Schrader and Zuckerberg boxes, and I'm going to get to that in a moment. Got to remind you that Righteous Renovations is a contractor that does it right, and that's a good thing for you. You know, if you are thinking about remodeling the kitchen, let's say that you got a nice big kicker tax refund. Because, you know, Democrats want to take that, but they're not doing that right now. They're not even putting forward a sales tax idea right now. Why? Because this is not the right time to steal people's money in the form of their kicker tax rebate. And it's not the right time to raise taxes, Joe Biden. Isn't it strange how the Democrats in Oregon are silent about that? Hmm. They can read the polls, too. Anyway, if you've got kicker tax refund money and you're thinking about fixing the bathroom, remodeling it or fixing fixing the kitchen. You ought to call Righteous Renovations because they do it right. Check out their website. If you don't believe me, you'll come away a believer. RighteousRenovations.com. RighteousRenovations.com. Rich writes this. Schrader and Zuckerberg boxes. So can we think that maybe, just maybe, the Zuckerberg ballot boxes were being stuffed by the left against a lefty person has happened? Hmm. A miniature 2,000 mules in Oregon. Remember, when the communists get going, they take out those of their own party who are considered not left enough in a country takeover. Isn't it interesting? You know, that's uh, I've wondered about that. So here's the question. Would Kurt Schrader, would he actually try to investigate that? Maybe somebody ought to send Kurt a 2,000 mules video with a note that says, hey, Kurt, maybe you ought to watch this. And then you maybe you ought to see if there are any mules that were working against you. Maybe you should start looking at geolocation data on cell phones. Maybe, Kurt, you should start looking at video of ballot drop boxes. Maybe, Kurt, you should start inquiring if the unions were working against you quietly behind the scenes. Hmm. Just saying. It's a great observation, Rich. Folks, uh, be encouraged because you know what? Out of this election, there is going to be some interesting data, but even more importantly, out of this election, we just had two nights ago, there are some trends that are developing that are very good for those of us who believe in liberty. America first is not done. It's not dead. In fact, I think it is awakened to a new level. We'll see it. See you tomorrow, friends. Tomorrow, Friday. Talk to you later.